0: This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking about creating a persona. I, as usual, would love to know where you are, what you're up to, what everything around you looks like right now. Maybe you're out for a walk, maybe you are cooking, maybe you are cleaning. Please take a quick photo. Send it over to me so I feel like I am right there beside you and that I'm speaking to you as we have this episode together and as we discuss this topic together. And if you like these episodes, if you come back week on week, please, if you could take about two to three seconds of your time to just scroll over to the Apple podcast or Spotify app and rate the podcast, it would literally make such a huge difference and it would mean so much to me and two seconds of your time has much, much, much a bigger impact than you could possibly imagine. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hello, everybody i hope you are all doing well it's lovely to find you here on another monday morning this week we are going through the topic of creating a persona so i'm actually going to be going through this episode based on a client call i just had a few days ago so what i'm going to be doing is starting by explaining What the client's concern was and how we actually worked through it. So, hopefully, this will really give you a really clear indication of what it's like to work with me, what the sessions actually look like. And so, I'll really be bringing us from beginning to end, starting with the client concern and then how we worked through it, and obviously integrating this element of persona, which is the topic of the day. So, the client concern. So this is a client, it's actually a returning client. So a client that I worked with about a year and a half ago, and we worked together on a specific journey based on where she was at that time. Then after a few months or a year and a half, I guess, so several months, she decided to come back to me. A lot of things in her life had changed. She was in a completely different position career-wise and decided to pick back up coaching based on a different set of circumstances. So these are the kind of journeys that I also do with a lot of my clients. A lot of them will actually come back when things change so that we can actually re-tackle certain situations. Maybe we'll discuss similar tools that we spoke about last time, but in a different way, or a lot of the time we'll actually have to take a completely different approach based on the circumstance they're in now. So anyways, the client concern for this specific session we were in was that she felt like she was acting small, so she is in a new role at work, she feels like a bit of an imposter, she feels like it's way above her abilities, she feels like this is something that she projects outwards, and she wished she wouldn't. Obviously it's a new position, so I guess feeling uncomfortable in this position is somewhat normal, but her main frustration was that she felt like she was really giving off this vibe of being low confidence, and she felt like whenever she would speak up in meetings, she could hear the sound of her voice and the sound of her voice sounded timid and uncertain and apologetic. She was therefore not putting herself in a position where she would actually be able to share her knowledge and share what she had to really give and bring to the role because she constantly felt like she was showing up as a small person. So this of course brought up the topic of imposter syndrome to start with. We started to talk about how imposter syndrome is really this feeling that we are a fraud, that we are hiding something from somebody, that we are in this costume or that we're wearing a mask, and that people are going to figure out or find out that we've been bluffing them, that we've been lying this whole time. So it's basically as though we are stepping in the role of Leonardo DiCaprio or the character Frank in the movie Catch Me If You Can. So if you don't know the movie, he's basically a fraud and he's lying about his identity, and that's what it feels like when we're an imposter. And it's incredibly uncomfortable, and our nervous system takes it as this sign of panic and this sign of I need to be aware and constantly looking around the room because someone's going to realize that I've completely bluffed everybody so we tackled the topic of imposter syndrome and we went through a few specific steps on how to actually dismantle imposter syndrome i'm not going to go through this in this episode because i've already gone through it in a previous podcast episode so if the concept of imposter syndrome speaks to you if it feels like you are either in this situation at the moment or you've been in this situation in the past or maybe you regularly find yourself in this situation then you will find the episode on imposter syndrome in the show notes below and we actually went through those steps obviously a lot deeper it brought up a lot more reflection questions because it was specifically catered to her situation but you will be able to find the general gist of it in that podcast episode linked in the show notes so that's what we started. We started with this idea of imposter syndrome. And when discussing this idea of imposter syndrome, it also came up that she often felt like she was dragging her personal life into work and dragging her work life outside into her personal life. And she was struggling to have that boundary. And so we came up with this idea of creating this work persona and this work persona would do two things for her. It would really be hitting two birds with one stone because having a work persona would not only allow her to actually feel like she's creating this separation at work, but it would also allow her to step into the role of somebody who isn't small, who isn't timid and shy and apologetic. And so what we actually did in this specific session is I asked her a series of questions about this work persona that she would be creating. So I asked her, first of all, to describe the characteristics of this work persona. So actually asking, what is this work persona like and how would others describe this persona? And so she started by giving me a list of characteristics, what she's like, how she shows up, what kind of person she is, how her colleagues would describe her, etc. So we have this list of characteristics. Then we went deeper into a specific scenario in which she would really like to show up as this persona. So we went in her case specifically in terms of meetings, so big company-wide meetings. That's often where she finds that she's acting most quote-unquote small or timid. And so I asked her, how does this work persona show up in these meetings? How would you actually describe her in a meeting scenario? So then she went on with that description. The next question I asked is what would need to change in order for her current self to step into her work persona self? So she described what were those concrete changes. A lot of them were actually quite tangible. So even just what this persona is wearing, how they actually show up physically what are some of the things that they do before meeting or before work day so really starting to get into the tangible side of what is she actually doing then we went one step deeper and asked what does it feel like to step into this work persona so what does actually being this work persona feel like from the inside So we know that emotions are something that we can actually create from inside, specifically with certain thoughts that we're thinking. So we can actually generate these emotions within us. And we can practice generating these emotions within us. And so that was really the idea is asking, what does it feel like? So she can already start to embody those feelings and think about what it feels like as she steps into this persona that is all of those characteristics that she previously listed. The last question I asked her is, what is this persona physically doing? How is she actually physically moving And so she described certain ways that this persona was actually holding herself, how when she was sitting down, she had both her feet anchored into the ground, how she had her shoulders rolled back and her head up and how she was making eye contact. And that's another way in which we can actually bring about emotion. So we know that emotions impact our physical body. So let's say we're feeling really anxious. We might find ourselves feeling a knot in our stomach or if we're feeling really scared, we know that our heart might start beating right? Or if we're feeling really embarrassed, our cheeks will go red. So we know that emotions can impact our physical body, but it can actually also go in the reverse. So our physical body can also impact our emotions, the way that we hold ourselves. We know that taking a few big deep breaths can immediately calm our nervous system. We know that standing up and jumping up and down a few times can energize us. We know about power stances. If you don't know about power stances, I'll find information to link into the show notes below about that but we know that certain positions that we hold our body in can actually elicit emotions within us so that was the idea of asking about the physical movements because of course it can be a little bit harder to actually practice actually showing up as this person emotionally but it's quite a bit easier to practice physically right? It's easier to roll our shoulders back, anchor our feet into the ground and make eye contact than it is to say, feel confident. So we can actually bring those physical movements in and allow those physical movements to then guide that emotional experience. Another question that we actually didn't go through in the session, but that would be really useful to ask is to ask what thoughts is this persona having? So what are the kind of thoughts that are coming up to mind for them? Just the other day I listened to a podcast from the Life Coach School hosted by Brooke Castillo and she spoke about how our thoughts guide our emotions but we can actually create new emotions by changing our thoughts. However we need to think the thoughts that we actually believe. So we can't just make up a thought that we don't actually believe but we need to find the thoughts that we do believe but that we're maybe not thinking enough. That we're not actually allowing to enter our mind and practice consciously thinking those thoughts in order to bring up the emotion. so that would be another question that we could ask ourselves when it comes to creating this persona is what are the thoughts that i actually presently believe that this persona is thinking that might be bringing up the emotional state that we previously described as well so when it comes to actually awakening this persona and this is of course an exercise that i recommend that you do is really think about how might you awaken this persona. And we spoke about this with my client and we came up with this idea that actually the way in which she shows up physically is the best first step for her to take. So not only physically in terms of obviously how she's dressing and how she's physically showing up, but also the way in which she's holding her body and she might set herself little reminders or have certain cues in order to actually practice doing that with her body in order to then bring about this other phase of thought and emotion, etc. So I recommend you to think a little bit about where in your life you might benefit from having a persona. And it can be in a work context. I see this being very useful in a work context, especially because work is sometimes the kind of place where we do want to step into a slightly different persona. However, it might also be useful in other situations where, for example, we might want to be showing up to a conflict in a certain way or conversation in a certain way. There might be certain family members that we want to show up for in a certain way. I could even imagine a situation where, let's say, we have a very close family member or friend who's going through a challenging time and perhaps In that challenging time, you want to build this persona of how you are going to show up as the most supportive version of yourself for this person. There is a caveat that I want to place here because this brought up a conversation with my client actually. And she was saying how when we started this exercise, she thought that it would be fake, that it would kind of be like putting up another mask, so almost like creating even more of this imposter syndrome where she's faking it. But actually she realized when doing this exercise that this persona isn't fake. This persona is her. This persona felt real. It was just a part of her that she doesn't often bring forth. It was a part of her that actually tends to get gobbled up by the other parts of her persona. And so this is something that I really want you to think about. And this is something that I said to her as well. The words that you come up with when I ask you to describe this persona, the fact that you're able to come up with them and that you're able to contextualize it and that you're able to imagine what that's like and you're able to actually understand The thoughts and come up with those emotions and come up with those physical reactions it means that those thoughts are already within you it means that those physical movements are already within you and that those emotions are things that you actually know and understand and are within you as well so it's not about hiding it's actually about shining a light on a certain part of you that might be most useful in that certain context So if you think about it, even from a personality trait point of view, this client of mine is actually very introverted. However, she's in a role that requires her to be extroverted. She's in a role where she's in management, where she's doing presentations, where she needs to be publicly open and speaking. And that, of course, is something that would be easier for somebody who's naturally extroverted. It doesn't mean that she has zero cell of extroversion in her. It means that she's more introverted. But... This persona is the part of her that is extroverted. It might be a smaller part than the introverted part, but it's still a part of her. And it's something that would actually allow her to get the most out of the role that she's in in her work. And you might find the same in a different situation. As I said, if you can imagine a family member or friend who's going through a hard time, well, maybe that really compassionate and understanding and good listener side of you is what actually you need to bring to the table. Maybe it's not something that Tends to come up naturally that the part of you that is challenging and maybe a little bit more confronting and likes to discuss and give advice and wants to save the day is the one that usually comes to the table. But actually, this persona is the side of you that can just be a listener, that can just be there to give a hug and to support because that's what would actually benefit the situation the most. So I really encourage you to think and to ask yourself the question, what personas might be helpful for you to create in your environment, in your life currently, no matter what it is that you're going through? And To really ask yourself those questions that i went through with my clients so i will go back through those questions very briefly the first one is the characteristics the second one is in a given situation so it might be as my client said in a meeting but it might be in a presentation it might be in a conversation it might be in a challenging moment it might be in a situation of conflict it might be at christmas dinner it might be whatever comes to mind for you Third is what changes you would actually have to go through. The fourth is how would it feel. The fifth is the physical movements. And sixth is what are those thoughts. So I really recommend you go through those and really describe it. And then end by asking yourself how might you actually awaken this persona within you. I would love to hear what you think about this idea. It would be really interesting to get your feedback, so please don't hesitate. Reach out, let me know, share your thoughts with me. It's always great to hear what it is that you guys are thinking and reflecting on and what parts of this episode speak to you the most. I also just wanted to let you know for anybody who has missed it that my 2023 blueprint book is now out. There is a print version, there is an ebook version. If you're interested in getting the print version, I recommend you get it as soon as possible. It is the book that is going to help you not only anchor in all the lessons from 2022, remember the moments that changed you, remember the moments that challenged you, and actually Be able to end the year feeling like you've wrapped it up, you've wrapped up the loose ends, and also prepare you for the year ahead. So, there's a whole section on projection, so projecting forward, allowing ourselves to dream and to think big. There's a whole section on intention setting, there's another section on goal setting. So, it really holds your hand through the entire process of wrapping up your 2022 and setting yourself up for 2023. As I mentioned in the book, the best time to go through this book is all the way at the end of the year. I really recommend to do it during that awkward week between Christmas and New Year's. So order your print books if you'd like to get it by then, and otherwise the ebook version is also available as a fillable pdf that you can fill out directly onto your computer. The link for all of that will be in the show notes below as usual. Thank you so much for listening until the end, and in the meantime guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.